1: Hey, folks, and welcome to Typology, the show on which we explore the human personality through the lens of the Enneagram. My name is Anthony Skinner, producer and co host. So happy to have you here, folks. I'm thrilled we get to bring this particular podcast to you. Actually, it's a series of three podcasts. And let me give you a little background on this. A few years ago, when we were kind of in the depths of COVID, Ian and I took quite a bit of time and talked through the Enneagram and stress. And we actually went through each type, type one, two, three, all the types, And went through how each type deals with stress and some things you can do to mitigate stress, to be aware of your stress and how to handle it. We started thinking there's a lot going on right now in the world. People are feeling a lot of pressure. People are experiencing stress. And we thought no better time than to revisit the Enneagram and stress than right now. So here's what we're doing. We put together all of that work that we did and we're dividing them up into three sections, type one through type three, type four through type six, and type seven through type nines. So our first week was ones, twos, and threes. Last week was fours, fives, and sixes. This week, types seven, eight, and nine. You'll hear some references to COVID because we recorded this at a time when COVID was at its height. But really the point isn't, COVID or what's going on in the world at any given time. The point is Enneagram and stress. How does each type deal with stress? And some things we can do to mitigate and move through stress. So where you hear the COVID references, just apply them to whatever is going on right now. Makes sense. So glad that you're here today. Type sevens, type eights, and type nines. Hey, glad you're here. That's it for me, Anthony Skinner. And now without any further ado, here is the host of our show, Ian Cron. Anthony Skinner in Cron. How are you doing, man? You know, I'm
0: doing I'm doing really well, in part because today I'm wearing my softies.
1: <laughs> you caught up to me now. You were making you know, fun of me before because I'm in my pajamas. But now you've joined me.
0: I mean, softies. That's what our, <laughs> that's that's what our family calls it. Now, it's not pajamas. OK, because that's a whole that's a whole different deal. But it's not like real clothes. It's softies. It's like stuff that you don't wear very much outside the house. But it's so soft and like cocoon feeling. And my hat, I, you know. I guess I mean, thank God we're no longer in the days of velour jumpsuits, you know, or, or like tra- track
1: suits, like like
0: it,
1: Tony Soprano look. I just was watching, uh, what's his name? Sebastian Manikowska or whatever, that comedian. Oh, yeah. yeah Great yeah, yeah, physical yeah, yeah. comedian. And he was talking about, he goes, what's with the airports? He goes, people are showing up in their pajamas. Like, they're <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, just well. like they ro- rolled out of bed and like, they're, they're at the airport. <laughs> OK, so the other day I had to
0: put a pair of jeans on. Uh-huh. And it's been a long time since I've worn a pair of jeans. <laughs> and now I call them my hard pants. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm putting that's, on my hard pants. That's hilarious. Well, hey, well, today, yes, we're on to the enthusiasts, the sevens. Speaking of comedians, yeah. nice segue. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, yeah. The,
0: the enthusiasts. We're going to talk to them today about how they can become uh, more skillful, compassionate, helpful best expression of themselves as they you know many of them live in uh, quarantine or are sequestered in the house right now with other people and how can they not only help the people they live with but also just be of service to the world in 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 general
1: right i was just talking with our buddy chris mcclarney who was actually in quarantine for three weeks he was on a gig he got exposed Quarantine with his family. He just got out. <laughs> he said he was climbing the walls. So, oh, and he is such a seven. Yeah, absolutely. Well, tell yeah. us tell us uh, about sevens a little bit. Well, here's an interesting piece of like
0: trivia for the day. Yeah. Um, did you know that the word enthusiast or enthusiasm comes from two Greek words, en, meaning in and theos meaning God, which roughly translates to full of God. Wow,
1: that's amazing. And,
0: right, and I love that because I love telling sevens that when you are the best expression of yourself, when you are rightly oriented to the universe, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You are self-aware and aligned, right? That's what you are, you're full of God. That's the joy that and the life the energy that you bring to the world.
1: That's beautiful, it makes so much sense. So uh, what might be some of the challenges that our sevens are experiencing during this current crisis? Yeah,
0: yeah, so when they're not doing so well, or even as a pattern in general, Mm -hmm. sevens don't like it when people or institutions tell them what to do, like the government, for example. uh, they don't like it when people place limitations on them or when they're placed in situations where they feel stuck or bored without options or without escape plans, which mm-hmm. is, of course, how even non-7s feel right now. But 7s, right. man, when they get in that space, they'll eat your house down to the studs.
1: <laughs> so uh, what can 7s do in this like new normal? yeah. Well, give us a few tips.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So as you Mm. know, sevens rarely live in the present moment. And Mm. that is because they believe that this minute, this moment, this present moment doesn't contain the joy and the satisfaction that Mm. they want. It's always the next moment that contains the satisfaction they want. And it's always the next moment that is going to have all the shimmer and joy and adventure that they really, really desire. They, they have a, it's an insatiable appetite for it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So every Anthony, and I know that you do it and I do it. It's not easy, but we both do every Enneagram type needs to develop a mindfulness meditation practice. Mm. Um, for lots of reasons. One is to learn how to be in the present moment. So how can any type learn to develop that inner neutral witness that can help them observe, monitor, and regulate the way that they act, think, and feel from moment to moment? If they haven't strengthened that attentional muscle in their mind that pretty much is what meditation does,
1: mm-hmm. right?
0: Yeah. Um, on top of that, sevens really need to do this. <laughs> and this is a harder me- deal for sevens than any other type, actually, because sevens have racing monkey mind. So, and they're they're physically, not agitated, but um, they're caffeinated. You, you know yeah. what I mean? They're like carbonated people, right? Right. Uh, like, right. Chris, wow. like, like Chris, that. he's, he's, car- he's kind of carbonated, right? <laughs> so to ask them to sit, for you know, uh, a meditation practice while their mind is racing, and you're saying to them, calm your thoughts, focus on your breath, try to let your thoughts go. I mean, to a seven, that's a huge challenge. Mm. Okay. So, But if they do it, it will calm their monkey mind. It will increase their ability to focus. Uh, it will slow down the racing mind that they suffer all day long. You know, I have a friend of mine who's a seven, and um, he took ADHD medication for years and years and years and years. And then he developed a mindfulness meditation practice and was able to actually get off of that medication.
1: Wow, now, that's amazing.
0: Now, yeah, now I'm not saying to be clear, and I am not encouraging people to uh, make their own decisions about prescription drugs or, or, You know, if you are legitimately ADHD or whatever, I'm just telling you, of course, I think I think a lot of people and if they could do it in concert with their physician could see some real, real benefits, sevens in particular. Now, so uh, tip, go and download the Headspace app. Do you have Headspace?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Love it.
0: So a great way to learn meditation. The second way you can do it is if you can't afford Headspace because it costs a little dough. Um, you could just go to lionsroar.com, L-I-O-N-S-R-O-A-R.com. It's a Buddhist magazine, but it's kind of Buddhist light. You know what I mean? Okay. Mm-hmm. And and just look up articles on how to begin a mindfulness practice, meditation practice. And that'll that'll really help a seven be the, their best selves for them for themselves and others during this really stressful time.
1: Great. How second, about another tip? Oh, you
0: got one, second, okay? Yes, yeah, yep. second tip. <clears throat> little bit more fuzzy but equally important um they sevens have to learn how to practice acceptance Mm. that's a spiritual discipline acceptance um it's what i had to learn early on in my recovery was acceptance okay um so uh, acceptance for the sevens means they need to to accept that life is difficult it's it comes With the standard equipment of pain, suffering, loss, and – important word – deprivation. Because sevens often feel like a hole in their soul of – like I'm deprived, so I have to – gluttony. I have to go out and I have to fill this feeling of deprivation and and make it go away. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So they just have to learn how to accept that this is reality. Life is full of uncomfortable feelings, circumstances – and to live with that posture of, of acceptance. Did you ever read Scott Peck's book, uh, The Road Less Traveled? Sure, yep. If you haven't read it, this is a good book for everyone to read during this little break, okay? It's, it's an old classic, but I love how he starts it. Um, the opening lines, and this is an abridged version of it. Listen to this, he says, life is difficult. Once we truly know, understand, and accept that life is difficult, then life is no longer difficult because once it is accepted, the fact that life is difficult no longer matters. <laughs> that's good, that's good. So, I mean, how do you do that? You know, it's this constant reminder through, through the day. I am not in control. I, I, I have to accept things the way they are. Uh, and the more I resist, the more intense my suffering will be.
1: Right, yeah, absolutely.
0: That's just the physics of the spiritual universe, I believe it. Yeah,
1: yeah, same.
0: Okay, you want a third one?
1: Number three, yeah.
0: Okay, so sevens are what's called self-referencing types. What does that mean? In other words, they're one of the types that tends to pay more attention to their own feelings, desires, you know, what they want to do, rather than the feelings and desires of others, okay? Okay. They they just tend to more naturally focus on their own. So if you're stuck in a house with other people and you're a seven, what I want you to do is try to recognize, serve uh, the wants and desires of others more than your own.
1: Mm, That's a good practice for For all of us.
0: Oh, for all of us, but particularly for sevens who are self-referencing. Yes, that's good. Now, you know that sevens are all about adventure, right? Yeah. Do you know what the greatest adventure of all is, I think? Tell us. Learning to love other people.
1: Agreed. That's good. And uh, so, sevens
0: who love adventure, that's the greatest one of
1: all. Uh, that's good. That's good. And a good word to go out on. Yes, sir. So we have our three tips. And yep. uh, sevens, we love you. We wish you well during this season. We. Uh, oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. I'm living yeah. in a house with a seven right now and I adore them.
1: <laughs> i my middle is a seven and she she lights the house up. <laughs>
0: yep. And sometimes they burn it down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, thanks for these hey. tips, Ian.
0: Man, I love this series. I really yeah. do. It's been awesome. so helpful to me. So much love, everybody. Yep. See you when we talk about eights next on this series that we call the Enneagram and Stress quarantine. See ya. Hey, everybody, if you've been listening to Typology very long, you know that I am a huge believer in the intensive counseling programs at Restoring the Soul in Denver, Colorado. So I am super excited to tell you that now through the end of 2023, Restoring the Soul is offering special discounts to Typology listeners. woo So if you are at a place in your life where you are really wanting to press into those challenging personal or relational issues that keep you from the life you want to be living, listen to me, if you are in a season where personal or relational brokenness is weighing you down, now is the perfect time to contact Restoring the Soul. My longtime friend, and I'm talking 35 years, friends, Michael Cusick and his team of world-class therapists have created an intensive counseling process where you don't have to wait months or even years to find the personal or relational healing you need. Instead, you meet with them in half-day blocks over one or two weeks so you can get unstuck from the place you are to where you want to be. Now, Anthony, you have
1: done one of these intensives with Michael Cusick and Restoring the Soul, right? Oh, man, I have. I love Michael. I got to be with him for a week. For me, he is like a counselor meets spiritual director, and I would say he has razor-sharp perception and he uncovered some things for me that were life-changing i love that so
0: tell people about this incredible offer
1: yeah this is great so right now there's a special offer for typology listeners only restoring the soul is offering a thousand dollars off any counseling intensive that is booked before the end of the year and two thousand dollars off the regular price if you book and attend a counseling intensive in 2023 no yes all right so that's a thousand dollars
0: off any intensive that's booked before the end of the year Mm -hmm. and two thousand if you attend one of their programs in 2023
1: yes amazing that's a huge break that is a huge huge break so listen friends take advantage of this
0: amazing opportunity by contacting restoring the soul at www.RestoringTheSoul.com. That's www.RestoringTheSoul.com. Anthony Skinner, good to see you again, man.
1: Good to see you, Ian. I'm happy that we're uh, together with another episode today.
0: Yes, another episode of the Enneagram and Stress Quarantined. And today
1: we're And today we're talking about the challengers, the eights.
0: (laughs) bless them. Yeah, we're going to talk about eights, the challengers. And as has been the case with with every other number, what we're trying to do here is help each type during a time of stress and crisis, uh, unlike any we've ever known, at least in my lifetime, right, Um, how to be their most skillful, helpful most compassionate expression of themselves, particularly when you're living uh, in tight quarters, unable to leave very often, you know, stuff can go wrong. I love this.
1: Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I love this, love that we're doing this. Could you tell us a little bit about AIDS to begin with maybe?
0: Yeah. So, you know, that my, (laughs) my mother and my daughter are AIDS. And I love both of them dearly. I called my 92 year old mother the other day. To ask her if she had been attacked yet by the you know, the coronavirus, and she goes, "It wouldn't dare."
1: <laughs> I have to say, so we've talked about your mother a few times on the show. I have had the privilege of meeting your mother, and. um, that is not an exaggeration. She's a force, yeah. even the voice. <laughs> even the voice. And my and and my daughter,
0: Kaylee, she, she mm-hmm. came up with a line the other day. Because you know, AIDS can be wicked funny, man. Oh, I yeah. mean, they're they when they're healthy, they're arguably in a social setting the most popular number on the Enneagram when they're healthy. People wow. love to be around healthy AIDS. Kaylee's a healthy eight. She had a great line today. We were having one of those playful disagreements with lots of banter. Uh-huh. And, and, and you know after a while I said something and she goes oh I'm sorry if I pushed all your buttons I was looking for mute <laughs> I mean that is hilarious that's pure fun a kind of aggressive in your face fun yeah. you know yeah, yeah, so, yeah now that's what they're like in good times
1: yeah yeah so um, why don't you uh, tell us uh, what challenges they might be dealing with uh during some of this this stressful season
0: yeah well when eights uh, aren't in a good space when they're on autopilot they're not self-aware they can really be hell on wheels so remember eights are what we call self-extending personalities uh they're commanding these are people who need to to be in control they're very expansive do do you know what i mean by that in other words their energy is very expansive. Um, and oftentimes it's too intense for the situation, Mm. right? So energy, like, like, what would I say? You know, light throws, throws out at a certain distance, right? Mm. Throws out light. Like when it comes to energy, they're like spotlights, you know, they're like (laughs) gigantic energy, light flying uh, all around them. It's fantastic. But that means that sometimes they can walk into a room where you're sitting and have been sitting for several hours watching television, and they take over. Like next thing you know, they've got the uh, the remote in their hand. Uh, they're offering unsolicited opinions. Um, their stuff ends up kind of being everywhere. You start to feel like an like a an occupying army has taken over the space.
1: Right, right. That, That's a good description. Yeah,
0: yeah. And that doesn't go over well in crowded quarters. Hmm right with all that energy so you know i often tell eights be self-aware about how expansive and self-extending you are that's Um, so good try to bring the energy in a little bit um be aware that your larger than life presence can can take over whole spaces Mm -hmm. um so make space for other people's energy like just you know constrain it just a little bit right because otherwise, they could become really demanding and kind of pushy. And like I said, and I think it's an important phrase, they use more energy than is needed for a situation. Oh,
1: that's you know, so good. It's
0: just more energy than they
1: need. So how about, um, as we've done in the past, uh, two or three tips uh, for the eights during this season?
0: Yeah, so... The first one I'd say is I think people feel more defenseless today than ever before. They, they feel less, less in control, more at the mercy of, of this virus, you know, um, mm-hmm. something that they can't even see. Um, you know, I was thinking today, you know, um, we lost Joe Diffie, uh, mm-hmm. a great country so singer so-so. and writer recently to coronavirus. John Prine is very sick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we read this stuff in the papers and hear it on the news, and we just feel defenseless, right? So I would, I would tell AIDS, don't judge yourself or other people as being weak when they share tender, vulnerable feelings. Mm. Um, AIDS can sometimes judge people um, for sharing feelings because they interpret it as weakness. Right. So I want them to broaden their definition of courage and strength to include vulnerability because in life, what really requires courage is vulnerability. I mean, Mm -hmm. vulnerability requires more courage than just about anything. Right. 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 So mutual expressions of support. Don't be afraid to share your feelings, your um, and what that does. Is it creates so much, it just brings so much oxygen back into relationships and into a room
1: mm. when people
0: are honest that way.
1: Yeah. Uh, number two? Well,
0: uh, as one uh, Enneagram writer wrote, eights are great when they surrender to the joys of the simple things in life.
1: Mm. Okay. Tell so, us more about because, that.
0: Yeah. well, because they just have this incredible ability to enjoy with like. With gusto, the the wonderful little things of of life. So let me give you an example of this. My daughter Kaylee is a world class cook. Okay. And she can go into a kitchen full of leftovers. And and by the way, she goes in the kitchen. Self extending personality. You do this. You do that. I got this. You do that. You know what I'm saying? Like suddenly yeah. I've got like I'm on an episode of Master Chef. You know what I'm saying? And you know, <laughs> knives are going like this, you know, and you know, grinding, and the blender is going over here. And but don't right. do it like that. The onions are you're you're burning the onions. I mean, you know, it's fantastic. Yeah. And but then she comes up with this beautiful feast. She loves food, and and she mm. loves preparing it, and she loves to to see other people enjoy the the culinary art. Gift that she has, and when you do that in tight quarters, when you bring that joy, that joy of simple Ooh, living, uh, being together around a round table, not everybody going off to watch television to to kind of escape reality. It's like, no, let's come together, let's eat, mm. let's um, let's love, and that's that's a wonderful thing to do in tight quarters for eights.
1: I love that. Let's give us one more before we go out. Yeah, this one's simple.
0: Um, so when sequestered, you know, uh, in a house for long periods of time, AIDS have to be careful that they don't fall into ex- excessive behaviors, right? We all know that the the one of the things that AIDS struggle with is they're excessive. They're, they they do everything to the nth squared degree, right? <laughs> they 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 overwork, they overeat, they overexercise, they over this, they over they just do everything in a way that. You know, as one friend of mine told me, the, the phrase he heard growing up more than anyone anything else was, you're too much. Mm, and, wow. and sometimes, you know, they will. It's true. Uh, you know, it's true. So they have to be careful they don't fall into excessive behaviors to to fend off boredom. Okay. To fend, to fend off boredom. Because um, all that gusto can run riot and create tension for people who have less stamina. Like I got oh, two nines terrible. in our lives. They got less stamina than eights, right? right? And so, you know, they just have to be careful that they, they they don't fall into too much excess, too much drinking, eating, whatever, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and I think if they do these three things, now, now remember, this is the whole point of this series. If they do these three things, they will contribute to... Creating an environment in which people can really flourish, not just cope, in a time of stress when we're all quarantined and just dealing with something we've never dealt with before. Yeah. And AIDS more than any other number you want in your mix at a time like this because when they're good, they're courageous, they're decisive, they're open-hearted, they're energetic and they have a deep capacity for loving other people when they're healthy. And that's what we need.
1: Mm. That's a good one to go out on. Yes, it is. Well, we're grateful to all of you eights out there. We're grateful for you. And uh, like Ian said, we we uh, need your presence and need you to show up to yourselves during this time, your, your leadership and your love and your life that you offer to all of us. So we're grateful for you, challengers out there. Uh, much love from from us here uh, at Typology, Ian and myself, and um, we'll see you uh, next episode. We're talking about the peacemakers. Ooh, love them. See ya. Hey Ian, I know you've been traveling quite a bit lately.
0: You know, Anthony, I have. I've been on a few trips this past month and another one coming up in just over a week. It's a pretty busy season right now.
1: Well, I don't know about you, but I've always found it difficult to find something quick and healthy to eat while moving through airports. How do you keep your energy up? All right. So listen, if I'm going to get up
0: super early,
1: Mm -hmm. I'm not always ready for breakfast. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I
0: like something kind of grab and go. Mm -hmm. But... It's got to be something healthy and convenient without all the sugar and the junk, or I'm going to crash halfway through the day,
1: you know? Oh, I hate all the sugar stuff.
0: Mm, so I recently, check this out, found this new plant-powered protein bar called Mosh. I love that I can throw just a few in my bag and always have something healthy on hand while I'm traveling or just during the week doing my regular life. Each bar includes 12 grams of a blend of soy and pea and pumpkin protein. And it's made with ingredients that support brain health, you know, like ashwagandha and lion's mane and collagen and omega-3s. And here's the good news, at only 170 calories, one gram of sugar and seven grams of fiber, MOSH plant-powered bars are the perfect way to start my day right. And... Mosh protein bars were mindfully formulated by some of the top neuroscientists and functional medicine folks to include seven brain nutrients and superfoods.
1: Wow, okay, all in a plant-based protein bar, but here's the big question, how do they taste?
0: Well, my good friend, there are three different flavors. There's apple cinnamon oatmeal, there's banana bread, and there's peanut butter chocolate. Oh. Mm -hmm. I like them all, but the banana bread with Banana Bits and their signature Brain Blend is my go-to right now. They don't taste like overly sweet or leave a weird aftertaste like some other bars I've tried. I mean, they're just awesome.
1: Ooh, that sounds delicious. I just looked it up and placed my own order, but why don't you tell our listeners where they can get their own Mosh bars?
0: Sure. Hey, everybody, if you want to nourish your body and mind with the fuel it needs most, Mosh's plant-powered bars will keep your brain and body fit, fueled, and feeling good so you can start your day right. Just head to moshlife.com forward slash typology podcast to save 20% off plus free shipping on your first six count plant-based trial pack. That's 20% off plus free shipping on your first six count plant-based trial pack, which includes two of each mouth-watering flavor. M-O-S-H-L-I-F-E dot com slash typology podcast.
1: Ian, how are you doing today? I am well,
0: Anthony. I uh, I got up this morning. Uh Uh, I I went to Whole Foods. Um, My my wife watched must have watched the movie Contagion because whenever she goes to Whole Foods now, she wears a huge mask. She was wearing, you know, her little her blue sunglasses and and blue latex gloves. In, no. in Whole Foods, no, no, seriously, I thought she she looked like she just walked out of an operating theater. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm she like, just I just delivered don't... a calf. <laughs> <laughs> Large animal vet just <laughs> delivered a calf.
0: <laughs> <laughs> seriously, I'm walking around the store, and every time she would like come toward me, I I, I don't know you.
1: <laughs> <I> don't know. <laughs> That's hilarious! Oh man. Oh gosh. Well, she's going to get sick. I was going to say, we're finishing up our, uh, series, uh, on how each Enneagram type can be their most, uh, compassionate, skillful, integrated, uh, helpful selves during this hard season that we find ourselves in where we're walking into grocery stores with rubber gloves and masks. Uh, and today we end on the peacemakers, which is uh, a good one to go out on.
0: It's a really good one to go out on. Um, you know, I'm so grateful to have two nines in my life, my my wife and my daughter, at this this season of crisis, right mm-hmm. when we're lots of us are sequestered in mm-hmm. homes, maybe with other people, family members, uh, roommates, and to have a nine in the mix, man, is a bomb to the soul. You know, they are accepting, they're service oriented, they they'll do do stuff for you without requiring credit for it. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, And when people start rubbing each other the wrong way, which can happen in this season, um, they're who you want around, you know? Like, um, let me give you an example of this. Like, when I go into one of my weird, panicked, anxious states, which, as you know, happens on a (laughs) semi-regular basis, um, I'll just call my daughter Maddie. And just to hear her soothing voice, I mean, it is so calming that I don't even think 10... 10 milligrams of Xanax would make me feel as, <laughs> as, as easy going as Maddie's voice. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're good to have around right now. So uncertain times. Let's have some nines.
1: Totally. Uh, and get, I want to give a shout out to our good friend, Randy Williams. He does that for me and Jess Cates, uh, two dear friends that are nines here in Nashville, friends of ours. And uh, they're always, um, they always have your back. Uh, it's always comforting to, like, as you say, to have a, a nine in your corner. So, so why don't you give us a little bit of uh, a description of some of the, the challenges that the nine might run into uh, during this, uh, this time we find ourselves in?
0: Yeah. Well, like every type, they, they're going to have challenges. And these are red flags. So when, when the nine begins to see this red flag run itself up the pole, they need to stop and go, What's happening? You know okay. what's happening. Uh unskillful nines, unhealthy nines, can be more ambivalent and indecisive than they already sort of innately are, right? They become a little too uh don't rock the boat, little too go with the flow. They they hold back their own opinions and and viewpoints when we really most need to hear them right now, right? right. <laughs> and they become more they can become more self-forgetting and spacey than okay. they Often are, you know, they go up into the inner sanctum and you'll see them kind of check out, you know, so that's, that's one thing that one a number of things among others that can begin to happen to nines under stress. Uh,
1: So we want... Uh, the nines as we want all numbers to flourish uh, during this time. So uh, as we've done in the past, and I just want to encourage anyone who's watching this video, you can go back to all the previous episodes and you give uh, two to three tips for each uh, Enneagram number during this time. And so let's do that for uh, the nines today. Why don't you give us two or three tips on how they can flourish during this season?
0: So you know the defense mechanism for nines uh sometimes it's called self-narcotization which is actually just a fancy word for numbing. Okay. Numbing, right? So mm-hmm. nines um can check out sometimes. They'll check out by um spinning on habits, over mm-hmm. doing things over and over again, you know, uh turning to familiar solutions uh repeatedly, even mm-hmm. ones that that don't really work you know mm. um, they they'll become passive they may lay on the couch and binge on too much Netflix which if you stop to think about it that's every number <laughs> on the anagram right now so I guess at one level we're all nines but but wow, nines can really nine. nines can really go there right they, they may start to be eating sleeves of Oreos uh, and um, and and just checking out you know um, now it's important to know why they're doing this it's to dampen unacknowledged anger. Mm. This is the checkout, okay? It, there's a purpose. There's, there's method behind this madness, okay? And what they want is to dampen unacknowledged anger and desires, you know? Okay. Why? Because they so value inner peace and tranquility, okay? And if you call them out on this, they may get defensive and say, you know, I'm really just relaxing. And then you have to go back to them and say, No, you're numbing. Mm. And there's a and there's a difference. Right? That's good. If any message needs to get through to nines right now is we need engaged, not disengaged people. That's good. If you're living, you know, you're living in a home with a lot of other people or roommates or whatever the case may be. We need you to be engaged, not disengaged
1: from us. And it's always well, it can be a, an extremely helpful theme uh, when nines show up. We've talked about that in past uh, episodes as well. Um, so uh, let's let's move on to number two. Tip number two. Can you tell us a little more?
0: Yeah. So problems can arise when nines begin to habitually agree with uh, the agendas and the desires of others. Okay, and. Then they'll begin to passively express their anger about feeling controlled by people with viewpoints and opinions and become resentful. But you won't see it, right? Because the way it'll come out is with passive aggressive energy. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, We need honest peacemakers who openly express viewpoints, opinions, and their desires and their wants. We can't afford to have, and I'm going to use a strong word here, but I'm I'm going to use it for. Well, I'm going to use it because it's true. Passive aggressive anger is toxic, and when you're feeling trapped in a house and somebody's leaking it, mm-hmm. uh, it it creates more disharmony than the nine actually is trying to secure. You know, wow, in other good. words, if a nine would just come right out and tell you what they wanted and desired rather than just give in to what you wanted and desired, down the road, they would have less conflict.
1: Right, right.
0: Than if that they had just come sense. out in the beginning and said what they wanted.
1: <laughs> right, that's right? good. So
0: we need honest pe- peacemakers who are openly, openly expressing themselves. Uh, you know, if they do that, if, they, if they're their best selves, man, they're arguably the greatest asset in the world in, in these uncertain times. Because by, by nature, Mm -hmm. when they're by by nature when they're well they embody the prayer of julian of norwich all shall be well all shall be well all manner of things shall be well so when they're in that space and it's legit Mm -hmm. what what more do we need
1: that's good yeah let's move on to uh our last tip
0: oh there's another one
1: (laughs) Hmm. give us something to go out on
0: yeah so I think nines can transcend the limitations of their type when they maintain sustained wakefulness. So that sounds a little woo woo, airy fairy. And I I understand. I think nines will know what I mean. When they're not kind of moving through the world mechanistically on autopilot, just going along with the flow, just almost being just constantly self forgetting. They can transcend all that when they wake up. It's like nines periodically should have a little note come up on their Apple Watch or their, you know, on their phone, uh, you know, like that says, wake up. Um, And they need to learn how to love and support themselves as much as they love and support other people. And Hmm. I think one of the ways they can do that is by erecting healthy boundaries uh, and exercising their right to express their needs and their wants. Okay. Because in this day and age, honesty really is the best policy.
1: It's a good one to go out on. Uh, thank you. Well, yes. Uh, thank you for giving us these tips through all nine numbers. I want to, again, encourage people to go back and find your number. And not just your number, but find those numbers that reflect the, the people in your family. And um, I think this is a really helpful tool. To help us navigate, like you've said, uh, a really uh, challenging time for us all. But again, as you've said through uh, multiple episodes, uh, the most important thing is that we do love ourselves and that we really do love one another, right?
0: Oh man! Yeah. And let, let me let me let me close with this. Huston Smith, uh, or Houston Smith, I should say, was the great teacher of world religions an absolute genius. Um, His textbook on world religions is still used years after his death. And at 93 years old in a nursing home during an interview, someone once asked him the question, after 70 years of studying every world religion, traveling around the world, uh, sitting at the feet of great spiritual masters, what's the one thing that you've come to believe about God and the universe? And uh, he thought for a moment, 93 years old, he said, we're in good hands. Wow. That's good. (laughs) So I want everyone to know that we're in good hands.
1: That's a good benediction. Very good.
0: Peace, brother. I love this series, Enneagram and Stress, Quarantine. What a blast. Thanks for going on that journey with me, Okay.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Love you, Ian. Peace. Love you too. Bye. Hey folks, thanks again for joining us on Enneagram and Stress. Hope you enjoyed this series all the way from type 1s through type 9s. This program, of course, types 7s, 8s, and 9s. If you missed the first program, which is 1 through 3s, you can go back and listen to that. And then last week's was type 4s through 6s. So glad you joined us. Hope this helped you in this stressful time. Grace and peace. See ya.